Welcome to In Moderation. The show where we give you a moderate dose of info, sarcasm, and we already know we're not approved. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode six. Zach has left us, and now you are left with just Sad the two puppy. of us. I know, but it was having, it was fun having him on. Don't uh, worry. He'll be back as long as you guys write into him. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Rob, what have we decided to talk about today? And I'm not asking you that because I forgot. I'm just setting you up. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. This is what happens when he goes away for a, a week and we miss an episode. I mean, well, I, I can't blame it entirely on Oakley, but... I've learned that small children uh, don't do well all the time. They're not perfect always. This is what I've learned over the past couple weeks. They can get fussy. They're not perfect. We're not perfect. Hey, it's a not perfect world. But we're going to go ahead and talk about the assortment of diets that you can possibly do that you always see on the internet. Oh, I'm just going to take this opportunity to just just fully dive in on how much I hate specific diets. That's pretty much what I feel like I'm going to use this episode for. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, I mean, what diet should we start off talking with? Should we start off talking with the big one? The, should we start with the big one or should we leave that well, one for later? I, maybe we'll leave that one for later. But leave that one for maybe later we should start off with... <laughs> Because everyone's it's tuning in to for note, the big diet. Everyone's right? tuning in yep. for the diet we're all thinking of right now. So maybe <laughs> we should leave it for later so that people continue listening. Yeah, you guys have to keep listening. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. You have to listen. Yeah. You have to hear about that diet a little bit later. So, boy, but what diet to start off with? I mean, that's a Before that's a we get question. into any diet, I think oh. it's important to note that every diet is a form of calorie restriction. Right. That's, uh, I guess we should say that. So every diet, the point of it yeah. is to get you into a calorie deficit so you lose weight. Now, there's the various different ways that you can do that, but they all have that end goal. Yep. Okay. So I guess to like, do we have to like, do we have to do like a Webster's Dictionary? Define a diet. What is a diet? A diet is a way of eating in a specific way that is different from your usual <laughs> your, i have no idea like look up rob quickly google what is a diet webster what Dictionary. is a diet let's let's google just that quickly go into google diet. right now put in just just type diet you're gonna get like eight thousand different diets and all the different things that you can do well just just pure definition okay, what is webster's uh, so <laughs> i got the wrong definition of diet here because the thing is with diet there is two definitions to it, right? There's diet as it relates to our food that we consume in total. Just right. the daily food we eat is our diet. Okay. But then when you go on a, on diet, a diet... Yeah, I guess that's that's true. Like, you know, your way of eating, I guess, is is a, is a your diet. But yeah. what's the... I guess... So I guess is there really a, a definition of a diet that you go on to go into a calorie deficit maybe not i don't know uh there okay yeah okay it just says okay. sadness <laughs> yeah it just says sadness um but this of course a food to which one restricts <laughs> riveting stuff we just have to do th yeah. take half the episode to define what just a to define diet, diet right yeah okay okay so Okay, so here we go. Definitions from Oxford. 
Noun one, the kinds of food that a person, animal, or community habitually eats. Right. Not shocking. Two, a special course of food to which one restricts oneself, either to lose weight or for medical reasons. Okay. Or for medical, that's good. Okay. A special, wait, a special course of way. (laughs) I already lost it, but you get the point. Yeah. Okay, Rob, which diet should we start off with first? Well, you know, I think we should start with one that's the most researched diet ever, and that is the Mediterranean diet. Mediterranean diet. And I would absolutely love to get Dr. Terry Simpson to come in here and talk even more on that in the future, but we'll at least give a little quick overview of it here. Yeah, I just want to give like a quick a quick touch on like what it is, right? That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, well, from my understanding, <laughs> the Mediterranean diet um, isn't so much like because I know Director Terry Simpson always says like it's not exactly what they eat in the Mediterranean region; it's what has been studied. Uh, yeah. And you know, kind of defined as the Mediterranean diet, which is a diet rich in fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, whole grains, fatty fish. And, you know, some lean meats, basically, and keeping red meat to, you know, limited in moderation. Yeah, that's one of the big things is you see some of the, especially some of the carnivore crowd say that these people celebrate red meat. They um, use red meat for festivals and stuff like that. And so they make the assumption that it's one of the primary foods that they eat, but it's, it's something that's used for exactly that for celebration or things so it's not common right we celebrate with a big roast turkey every thanksgiving you don't see us eating fucking roast turkey every day that is an amazing example right there right like it's you get it once in a while so in the mediterranean region a lot of it is yeah like fruits and vegetables nuts seeds like all that sort of stuff and it's you know it's really been shown like that we you know like it comes to like actually studying diets it's one of the few diets that it's actually being shown time and time again to reduce your risk for cardiovascular disease reduce your risk for type 2 diabetes all sorts of diseases reduce your risk of dying basically yeah you know it really it really has and so that's why you know i think you know we we hear about it so much and you know like what's what's the other one uh olive oil is a big one you know whenever i think when everybody hears mediterranean diet the first thing thing they think of is olive oil yeah because when i've looked at it it's like half of their fats or something comes from olive oil or something like some crazy number like it's really high um but, you know, and I love olive oil. It's great. You know, people freak out like, oh, use olive oil instead of seed oils, all that stuff. I'm sure, we've, you know, people listening have heard all that sort of stuff. But, you know, olive oil is great. You can even cook with it. A lot of people think you can't saute with it. You absolutely can. It's awesome. Um, it's just, you know, very calorie dense, just like any oil. So it's just something to keep in mind, really. And so how this applies that calorie restriction is by restricting you to foods that are very satiating, they're very low processed, they're going to keep you full, and so you're going to be eating less overall. Yeah, the one thing I've heard uh, that that really stuck with me is all diets kind of boil down to getting you to eat either more fiber or more protein or both. 
because those yeah. two things are are very satiating. very satiating. Right. So in the Mediterranean diet, it's generally more fiber. They don't eat. I, I can't remember the numbers, but how much protein they eat. they generally don't have a super high protein intake. No, they don't eat much meat, and most of the meat they yeah. eat is going to be in the form of fish. Right, fish, right. and then you have legumes, which have you know some protein, but not a lot, but a lot more fiber because like legumes, yeah. nuts, seeds, vegetables, fruits, all of that has a ton of fiber. Like the average American gets 15 grams of fiber in a day. That is quite low for men. They generally recommend like 35 to 45 somewhere. I think they say 15. No, for every thousand calories you eat, what is it? 15 grams of pro, or 15 grams of fiber, I should say. So if you eat 2,000 calories, 30 grams. Uh, of fiber somewhere around there is a, a good general rule i eat like 100 grams of fiber i was about a day. to say this nuts. coming from the fiber king yeah. here i eat like 80 to 100 it's pretty insane but i've i've adapted to that slowly over time do not do that overnight um God, but yeah no. in the mediterranean region lots of fiber keeps you super full keeps you satiated and you generally will lose weight doing it often you will it'll lead to weight loss if you're coming from more of a kind of typical american diet well, Liam, what diet should we cover next? Mm, I want to pick. I want to pick. I want to pick. Uh, well, quickly, I just want to say, like, because there's the DASH diet, which is the kind of the American kind of cousin to the Mediterranean diet. It's very similar. So I just want to say that one. The whole idea was to stop hypertension and diabetes. You know, again, very similar, very similar foods, but just small differences. It also works. Um, but I want to go to next because I get asked about it so much is uh intermittent fasting i get that it's just just so often i get asked yeah about it's fasting. a very common one my goodness and like i just i what uh, just why 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 did it like take off so as much as it did i don't my, know i like it, it, it's it's like yes if you okay here's the thing if you had three four five meals and then you took it down to one or two less meals than that guess what you're probably going to be consuming fewer calories. Like you're yeah. eating four meals. Now you eat two. Shocking. You don't eat as many calories. Like it's not, it's not rocket science. And we're right back to the calorie restriction. Right. And that's, this one's obvious how it creates calorie restriction. I mean, the only thing I've seen is like, you know, maybe pushing your eating window to earlier in the day is more beneficial than later in the day. And that's all pretty much just to do with sleep. Because if you push yeah, it super people, late, I was saying if you push it super late into the day and you know like till 10 p.m. and then you go to bed at 10:30, you know like you're super full. You know it takes while you're digesting, it kind of inhibits, it's, it fucks with your REM sleep and a whole bunch of shit. So generally, they say you want to leave at least an hour before you go to bed. You you know stop eating at least an hour, a couple hours before bed. So if you push your eating window earlier in the day, it might be more beneficial. And some of the population that might benefit from intermittent fasting are those who get up and eat late at night yeah. or, and wake up and eat. It just restricts that window that yeah, you are exactly. allowed to eat in. It We've is a time-based restriction. Yeah, exactly. You always say like you gain the, the anything you eat after 8 p.m. Yeah. immediately gets turned to fat. Like it's all it's just the foods we eat late at night. The foods we eat late at night generally aren't like chicken breast. You know, we're, we're eating, you know, chips and we're eating snacks and all that sort something, of stuff. So, something quick that you just quick, grab from your salty, cupboard because sweet, you don't want to make anything. Exactly. So like, yeah, just if you move it early in the day, you know, it might be beneficial. But, you know, I hear people all the time. Oh, autophagy generates autophagy and human oh, growth God. hormone. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's just like, holy shit. You know when oh, autophagy God. is going on all the time? All and you know when, the time. All the time. And you know when it stops? As soon as you eat anything. So it's like you're still going to like I'm even. <laughs> 
it's just it's frustrating because like you know i have seen like research that like kind of just controlled calorie restriction leads to longevity just like eating slightly less than your body needs it's like it's it's really it's 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 kind of weird and a lot of it also has been done in animals um but yeah like generally calorie restriction can you know lead to some of these things but it's just blown so far out of proportion it's crazy but you know usually you have to sell your intermittent fasting plan so you gotta make it seem complicated the three supposed benefits from intermittent fasting the autophagy again leslie said the autophagy goes on at all times it's the way your body recycles old cells and it does increase during intermittent fasting but that's because you're not supplying your body with anything and so there's a higher rate of cellular breakdown then there is the growth hormone which the growth hormone again is because you have a higher cell turnover rate that growth hormone is being used to remake the cells it is not there for muscle it will not help you with muscle building and if you're not eating protein if you stopped eating protein what's the human growth hormone like you don't have you don't have amino acids in your system to build that's the building blocks for the protein yeah and then the last one is that people feel better and that's because you started to starve and when you start to starve your body actually does experience a state of euphoria it's not necessarily because you're healthier it's because you are starving and you are entering that euphoria period yeah i mean so like the the point is if it works for you and you like it that's totally awesome i know i talk to a lot of people that really enjoy it and it works for them go ahead knock yourself out it's just you don't feel like you have to do it to obtain some sort of mystical magical properties exactly pretty much nonsense okay Intermittent fasting, do it if you like, not magic, maybe earlier in the day, figure out what works for you. Um, what about, what, here, what should we, what, you pick the next one. What's next? Well, I, I know something that uh, gets brought up along with you a lot as well is plant-based diets. Yeah, plant-based diets. I always I I get asked about that quite a bit as well. And there's a lot of confusion between veganism and plant-based. So like plant-based is you don't eat any animal products and veganism is is like that, but kind of like how all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. Am I saying that right? I think that's right. <laughs> Point is, people who are so if people who are vegan are plant based. Not everyone who is plant based is necessarily vegan because veganism you don't um, you, you don't deal with anything that uses animal products. So like your shampoo is like an example. Like I don't I get a shampoo that does, isn't tested on animals. So obviously that person also isn't going to eat any meat or animal products. But people right. who are plant based may just you know I buy clothing that's tested on whatever you know whatever it is the point is so i'm going to say plant-based basically is your diet you don't consume any animal products and there's even some weird ones like you know what you have you heard those coffee beans that like that what's that animal that eats and it poops them out you ever heard that oh i have heard that yes yeah there's an animal he eats these coffee beans and then he poops them out and they make coffee out of it and apparently it gives it a better taste i've never tried it but apparently it's not vegan i saw a bag of those for sale in um in the philippines when i was there yeah, exactly it is insanely expensive i've heard that i would still buy it and try it just for out of pure curiosity point is it's not vegan. so basically like anything honey made by bees 
anything no animal products whatsoever and so i get a lot of people thinking it's an unhealthy diet but i mean you're still you're left with with the main staples of the mediterranean diet like yeah you don't have the fatty fish and whatnot but you still have vegetables fruits legumes whole grains uh you know like uh, nuts and seeds are abundant crazy healthy so you can still get and you can definitely get all the protein that's one other big yep. one it's like oh i can't get the protein and it's like you definitely you absolutely can soy is a great source of protein your legumes you know even nuts and seeds have protein they're right and you if don't you're not getting enough protein. protein in you're not eating enough beans yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's really not that. Even like whole grains aren't aren't terrible, and we're not talking about protein like eating two hundred grams to you know maximize muscle growth. We're talking about just being healthy. Like we're talking about just preventing disease, longevity, you know, yeah. for that sort of thing. You don't need to be eating even over a hundred grams of protein a day to to be you know fully he- to be healthy. Um, so you know, plant based, hundred percent, absolutely can be a healthy diet, but it can also be a terrible diet. You can eat. I think Oreos are vegan. I think somebody told me that. I don't know. You can eat junk food. You can eat. You can eat whatever it is. Pringles, chips. I want to assume chips. Chips are vegan. A lot of, most chips. I would assume so. Yeah. Right. Just like potatoes and oil seasoning. Yeah. Right. So you know, French fries. If they don't have like the McDonald's beef flavor on them or whatever it is. Canadian you know French fries. <laughs> right. So you need French fries and all that stuff. So of course, plant-based diets can be. Um, you know, unhealthy, but there also can be healthy ones, just like most diets. Um, oh, and before we go on to the next, you know, like the next one, the one I actually wanted to talk about real quick because I get asked about a decent amount is Weight Watchers. Uh, people ask me about Weight Watchers a lot, and basically they just exchange cal- calorie counting for points. So like each food has yeah. a certain amount of points, and it's like you have zero point foods, and those are like I don't know pickles and cucumbers and shit like that that don't have any calories, and so they basically just try to push you towards foods that are high in protein and fiber. So it just it leads right back into that. Um, so you know, again, if people prefer dealing with points and not dealing with counting calories, hey, then it's great. At least that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't know too much about the Weight Watcher one. Yeah, I just asked about that. It's, it's you know totally fine. Um, but what what's what do we got next? What's the next one? Depends. Do you want to do keto or carnivore first? Well, I'll leave keto for the last one. <laughs> we'll do it. All right, carnivore, because I also get asked about that a lot. Because it's oh, new. I get what's asked about in? that so much. Yeah, it's the new thing. Joe Rogan was talking about it, and Joe Rogan knows everything about nutrition and kicking people in the face. It's God. definitely not Joe Rogan's job to have controversial people on. That's oh, for sure. Oh gosh, a carnivore. Like, okay, so we both agree. We'll go over the same thing. It works as an elimination diet. So basically, yes. if you if you are having uh, GI issues with digesting certain foods and you don't know what those foods are, you go on a carnivore diet. You eat basically just meat, and then you slowly introduce other foods back in. Now, you generally want to do this with a registered dietitian or someone trained to do this, so they can help you through the through the process. But you slowly introduce foods back in until you find, hey, this, when I introduced this food, it was causing upset. So now I know this is the food that I should be, you know, staying away from in the future. Absolutely. And by all means, there's going to be some people, uh, very rarely, the outliers like Michaela Peterson, who are just allergic to all plants ever. And apparently, yeah, I mean, my goodness, just like some people, I guess, just allergic to just every plant food and i i mean have you seen her did you see her allergy test i did they tested her allergies. for allergies on a, an assortment of plants and every single one she was allergic to 
And so a lot of people use the Petersons as an example as to right. carnivore yeah. working for people. She's literally allergic to like every plant. So yeah. by all means, carnivore is going to work for her because she can't eat plants. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's unfortunate, but that's you have to do, like I always say, the best you can with what you have. If what you have yeah. is an allergy no. to fucking everything, then you're going to have to find the few things that you're not allergic to and, you know, just make the best with what you have. But the problem is yeah. a lot of people tout it as the optimal diet for human, usually calling on our ancestors or some you know wishy-washy this and that you know like this whole idea that we were just like only hunting animals with fucking spears and shit like we never ate a goddamn vegetable in our life like what the <laughs> hell are you talking about anyway uh, you know i don't want to get into but, that but our ancestors diets were very varied okay it oh very dependent it's they ate what they could to keep them alive okay they weren't and just meat all... was something you had to work towards yeah and some of that you know Jeez, you know, uh, it just drives me crazy. But, but absolutely, yeah. a lot of people do end up feeling better when they go carnivore mm -hmm. because they eliminated the thing that they were allergic to. Not only that, generally, you it's, again, we come back to this, protein or fiber or both. So obviously not much fiber on the carnivore diet, but there's no. a fuck ton of protein. Yeah. And on that note, people defending the carnivore diet always say that Fiber isn't necessary. Yeah. And no, it's not necessary, but it's beneficial. Like what I always say is like, you know, what's not necessary. Whole foods. I could I could literally just only eat ultra processed foods. I could eat only Cheez-Its and Oreos. And yeah, I could survive on that. Is that optimal for me? No, no, but I could do it because it's not necessary to eat whole foods. Like, what are you talking about? Like eight different studies have shown for every 10 grams of fiber you add into your diet, you reduce your risk of all cause mortality, death by 10%. And that is just an astounding number that blows me away every time I see it and or hear it. I mean, you quit smoking and I think it reduces your risk by like 13% or some shit like that. So like adding 13 grams of fiber into your into your diet has like about the same net effect. That is mind bottling. Okay. <laughs> is a it puts your mind into a bottle it's nuts um so yes fiber is super important in the car yeah, we both agree like, that having fiber in your diet as long as by all means if you can't eat plants like michaela peterson then unfortunate that's that yeah. means you're an outlier but for the rest of us we both agree <laughs> having fiber in your diet is extremely beneficial to us yes and so, you know, they, there's basically no fiber on the carnivore diet, but there is a lot of protein and protein is very satiating and yes, it's it the is. highest thermo thermic effect of food, which we've talked about before. It burns basically the most calories to break down protein as opposed to carbs or fats. So, you know, you're going to eat a lot of protein and, you know, you're not, it's really the combination of simple carbs and fats that makes things hyper palatable easy to overeat so you look at oreos you look at chips simple carbohydrates fats easy to overconsume. you're eating i don't know what are they steak eggs like these things are, are very filling you're not gonna yeah you're not it's it'd be tough to gain body fat on that diet you could theoretically you could but it would be a real tough road to get there and if you are gonna go carnivore diet i highly recommend you stick to lean meats fish stuff like that uh you mm -hmm. want to keep your satur sat you want to keep your saturated fat down. 
Your Saturn fat. Keep the your Saturn, Saturn fat. <laughs> the Saturn fat is the worst type of fat. People talk that about trans darn fats. Saturn fat. They never talk rings about on me. Saturn fat. <laughs> the rings. The fat rings. Oh shit! Um, Cut me open. You just count the rings. The rings. <laughs> That's <laughs> different, different thing. Oh shit. Um. But so yeah, like your saturated fats, we see if you over around eight to ten percent of your calories, it generally does seem to increase your risk for cardiovascular disease and other sorts of bad stuff. So generally, try and stick to more of the fattier fish, the lean cuts of meat, that sort of thing. But on the carnivore diet, it's going to be quite difficult to keep your saturated fats to a minimum because it that's is. a it's a lot of meat. Like I mean, you could do it, but I'm sure most people who do the you know carnivore diet are not keeping you know their saturated fats low no unfortunately um, so yeah like and, and that's the thing is like it helps people lose weight so they lose weight they're like hey i felt better like yeah you you lost a bunch of weight you're not you eating as many you went you're from eating, eating a ton of processed allergies. foods yeah that and you're not eating before you were going from eating a ton of processed foods to no processed foods so yeah, yeah like you know, like, that, of course, you're. I'm not shocked at all. So people use these little, you know, like, hey, look at this person. Joe did yeah. it and he feels so much better. And, you know, that's always it's the same old thing. The snake oil salesman like, oh, look at this person that, you know, I gave my tincture to and they feel so much better. Tincture. Tinctures. I love that tincture. word. Tincture is such that a, is a fun word. word. It is a great word. Um, so, yeah. Almost as good as indubitably and masticate. Indubitably. You know, indubitably. What word I, um, you know, I love the word lisp because who the fuck decided that like you're gonna put an S in the word for people who can't pronounce S? Like that's <laughs> right? just a shit move. That's a that's a dick move right there. Dick move. Dick move. Like oh uh, yeah, you can't say S. What should we call the thing? You can't. <laughs> we should call it lisp. Assholes. Um, indubitably. Indubitably. <laughs> um. So and so yeah, I guess carnivore diet. You know, it could help you lose weight. Great, good elimination diet, but not something personally I would recommend for someone trying to just eat healthy, essentially, I guess. No. <laughs> it's not, you know, we always say diverse diet is the best diet, right? You know, like a bunch of different things. Carnivore's like, fuck all that. Get rid yeah. of it all. But anyway, talking yeah. about restrictions, I guess we should move on to keto, where oh, they fucking boy. say... Hey, hey, guys, I'm going to rip. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry if you're a keto person. I'm so sorry. That's great. Like, if it works for you, that's totally awesome. If I it works cannot. for you. Yes, go yeah. for it. Knock yourself out. That's awesome. I cannot stand it. I, th- if you ask me, yeah. Liam, when's the worst time you've ever felt in your entire life? It's when I did keto, and it's not even close. Um, because, you know, like, carbs are your body's. I, people piss me off. Carbs are your body's primary energy source. And I and I like the 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 ignorance I get after I say that drives me so they're like oh Brock Lesnar did keto and you're telling him he's not eating his primary energy source I'm like what the fuck kind of art? I've literally had people tell me that I'm like what kind of art? I I'm done I'm done I can't I can't carbohydrates are your body's preferred energy source yes you can get it through ketones through cutting out carbs and only needing fats but it, for me it's literally like taking a fucking hybrid car and being like no it's only gonna run on gasoline like it's got two yeah, things to much. it why would you cut one of the main things out that is so rob take over i'm listen i'm mad i'm already mad we've been talking about it for 10 seconds or whatever oh man you should you guys should see him on the video right now he's just like flailing around like a mad person if you've seen my videos you know what i look like you know what i do i get mad at keto and it upsets me but uh 
Absolutely. The, we have two energy systems and those energy systems work together. There's, it's not one at a time. They're working together. And carbohydrates are the preferred fuel source for a lot of the things we do. There's a couple that the fats absolutely are the preferred source, such as uh, what's commonly called zone two cardio. That ends up being, that's why we call it a fat burning zone is just right. because that's when we often use ketones. Mm-hmm. Ketones. <laughs> ketones. Ketones. <laughs> I'm just right. going to call it ketones from day one. The fat burning zone. I, I you gotta love this. The the sale on that is great when they're trying to get people right. to buy their you know a program or whatever. But an an important point about ketones and uh, the whole keto thing is that it's yeah, not a on off switch. There is no magic point where you suddenly boom you're in ketosis. No, you are always using the amount of ketones relative to how much your body needs and by all means if you're eating a ton of fat and you're having to use ketones for all of your exercise and stuff you're going to have higher levels of ketones but you are always in a state of ketosis even if you have a high carb diet some of your fat is still going to be utilized for energy and you're still going to have ketones it's what drives me crazy is they're like, you go on keto, if you go on keto, you'll burn fat for fuel. Yes, but you're going to burn the fats that you are consuming yep. in your diet. Could the fats you, burn... you put in your mouth. Yes. Could you burn the fats in your body, store the stored fats? Sure, if it puts you in a calorie deficit, which it very well might. Because as we stated, if you're eating more protein and fiber, you'll generally lose weight because they're very filling. Fucking keto does net carbs. So which net carbs is if you have 20 carbs and 10 of them are fiber, there's only 10 net carbs because you subtract the fiber from the total carbs. So you see all these products that are like, it's keto. Oh, it's got 34 grams of fiber or 34 grams of carbohydrates i should say but 30 of them are fiber so it's keto so people are eating a ton of fiber and they're also going to be eating more protein because they eat more meats that are other things that are low in carbs so of course these things are going to be very filling but some people can absolutely gain weight on keto because if you're eating all these fats which fats have nine as we stated in the previous episode nine calories per gram they're very more they're twice over twice the calorie density of carbs or protein you, you know, you could easily put yourself into a calorie surplus if you're eating a tons of nuts and avocados and all these things that are very high in calories. You could eat. People do gain weight on keto. Absolutely. Ugh. Can, you tell, <laughs> can you tell? Can you tell? Like, I'm upset by because okay, I, I, oh, I don't want to shit on it like completely because, yes, it can totally it does work, work for some people. Yeah, it totally works. And if you like it, that's awesome. My main question is, can you stick to it for the rest of your life? And the answer for most people is going to be no. You sticking the, the long term adherence for keto is terrible. Keto was created to help children who have seizures. There's a very rare, there's very rare seizures Epilepsy. where if you you know yeah if you have epilepsy for some children removing carbs completely can help control their seizures and so it's a very hard diet to stick to i want to emphasize that they were doing it under strict doctor and nutritionist supervision because the amount of fat in their diet to achieve that was upwards of 90 percent of what they were consuming and which is extremely dangerous 
Right. Most people are going like a lots of protein. So you're eating a ton more protein like keto. The real keto diet is, yeah, like 90 percent. Like it's insane. It's almost all fat. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's this kind of bastard bastardized version of keto that we have that, yes, can work. But it can also again, it can fuck with your cholesterol levels because most people who do keto are like um, hold the bun, extra cheese add bacon like and to my put butter in my coffee and put butter in my so you're eating a ton of saturated fats which increase your cholesterol levels which are which no matter what people tell you is not good for your health so like yes you can do this mediterranean version of keto and if you can stick to it it's amazing that's awesome but most people are not going to be able to stick to it for you know year two years five years ten years whatever and so i just i can't you know it's not something i am going to advocate for basically if you want to do keto, my advice would be to not, not try to add fat to everything. You don't need to do that. There's, Like I said, there's not a magic point where you're suddenly in ketosis. You don't need to constantly add fat. Just focus on subtracting the carbs. Yeah, I mean... I like I'm trying to think of advice for giving people keto like I just hate it so much I don't know it's even hard for me to even be like here's how to do it like you know try basically try and stick to the mono and polyunsaturated fats so yep. try and stick to your nuts and seeds and avocados you know and all that sort of stuff and try and limit the butters and the animal fats that sort of thing go with fatty and, fish instead of fatty red meats and try and still get like your fiber, like berries. People in ketos will still eat berries because they're very high in fiber, generally pretty low in calories, lots of antioxidants, yeah. good things for you. So, you know, don't, don't. Try, you know, try and stick get some vegetables, the non-starchy vegetables, you know, and like, uh, you know. And I'm going to say it again. Greens. There is no magic switch for being in ketosis. If you eat some carbs, it's okay. It didn't stop ketosis. It did not. I promise you, you can have some carbs and it won't break it. And I'm going to be honest, all the keto products taste like butt cheeks. Like they, they're so, they really like do. All the, they really like, oh, this keto bar. I'm like, oh, it's so oily. Like it just turned to, oh, it's so gross. I, I can't, like a lot of the keto products, it's just, and the like ice creams are like, it's like just as many calories, if not more calories than a standard, standard ice cream. I'm like, oh, cool. They're uh, usually really heavy in almond or coconut butters and, uh. Yeah, it's just they're just uh, no, so can't do I, it. I, I yeah, I'm yeah. So if you okay, well, see, yeah, if you like keto and you can stick to it and you can keep your saturated fats to a minimum, keep it up. That's amazing. But yep. for me, I'm just you know, forget all yeah. the diets, just everything like we fucking named our goddamn podcast in moderation, <laughs> keep it reasonable. <laughs> Make sure you focus on fiber and protein if you're trying to lose weight and you don't need to fucking do all this crazy nonsense in order to lose weight for a few months in order to put more weight back on afterwards. No. If a given diet is working for you, if you can sustain it, that's the big thing with everything. You need to be able to sustain that way of eating for the rest of your life. If you can do that, then that diet works for you and you can keep going with it. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, if you can't sustain it, if you're not enjoying it, there is no diet that is some sort of magic nope. thing. Keto's not magic. Carnivore's not magic. Nope. They are all just tools to achieve calorie deficits. And you can try a different tool. Different tools work for different people. Uh, exactly. I mean, most like what I've, I've seen studies where like 
90 something percent of people if once they lose weight on a diet if you look five years 10 years 15 years down the road they've put all the weight back on and or, or maybe even then some because again you just can't stick to it so no. you know i don't even like that word diet because it it, it inherently kind of means or at least people think of it as like oh i'll do this for a few months at most and then i can stop okay yeah. once you stop what happens so Focus on just sustainability of, you know, I'd rather you do a few small things, lose five pounds and keep it off than do some crazy nonsense, lose 50 pounds in a few months and then put it all back on later on. Because that's even worse for you. And if you need to go back to episode one, where we talk about taking things slow, one step at a time in moderation. Oh, fucking diets, man. I'm all riled up and it's 10 p.m. Good thing I stay up late at night. This is some bullshit. I'm angry. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. You guys have got Liam all angry now. Look at this. Uh... Easy way to get me upset is just ask about keto. (laughs) (sighs) Again, if keto works for you, that's fine. If it works for you, we both do not like it. Just please, you know, I just needed a podcast that I could just rant and say my true feelings about it. But if you like it, that's awesome. Like, I could rant for another half hour about how terrible Banana Laffy Taffy is. But if you guys like that for some weird reason, hey, be weird. That's okay. (laughs) People who like bananas are weird, period. So when it comes to diets, it really comes down to what works for you. There is no right diet. There's just what is right for you. But even then, it's important to focus on what is sustainable. And you can blur the lines between those diets. If, if you like having a little bit extra fat, you don't have to go crazy with the keto. Yeah. You can add a little extra fat. If you want to add a little extra meat, you don't have to go crazy with the carnivore. You can just add a little extra meat and do it one step at a time so you know that the change is working for you. If you enjoy it, because if you don't enjoy it, it's not going to be sustainable. You're not going to do it for the rest of your life. You mean it's not black and white and there's a little bit of nuance to everything? Wow. Oh, my gosh. Fucking groundbreaking. Whoa. <laughs> Who would Don't have tell thought? tell that to the internet. <laughs> Although, Although, speaking of the internet, I think it's about time mm-hmm. we read off some of these emails yeah. that we got. I feel like we need a little, like, bloop, like a little, like, music or something that goes on before we, you know... We, we we read these off. Let's find oh, something later. Let's throw great. something random in there. Do just like completely <laughs> uh, maybe a Halloween theme. Halloween's coming up. Ooh, I like the creepy music box. Yes, creepy music box. That one. Creepy music box. Yes. So in episode three, we asked you to write in with some goals that you achieved so that we can celebrate them with you. And I haven't heard any of these, so I'm looking forward to hearing what the goals are. Let's yeah, because Liam makes me do all the, the mail checking. So Makes is a strong but accurate word, so <laughs> let's keep going. I do share them with him, <laughs> but the ones that I plan on reading off, I don't bother, so he's surprised. Okay, we got Patrick Devlin here who writes in, Did the run-walk method on the treadmill to 11 miles while training for Run Disney Wine and Dine weekend? 11 miles? 11 miles. That's, I mean, that's quite, that's a lot. Yeah, I think. That's pretty I don't know, I use kilometers. Hold on, let me, let me convert that. No, no, that's easy. That's 87 kilometers. 87 kilometers, gotcha. (laughs) 
87 kilometers. No that's a clue. hell of a lot there. I have no fucking clue. But 11 <laughs> miles, you know, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's quite a bit right there. 17.7 kilometers. That's impressive. That's Very nice. Absolutely. I love it. Absolutely. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's get the soundboard going here. There we go. There we go. Love it. All right. Next up, David Vaughn, who writes, Here are some I've accomplished in the past year or so. When COVID started and a few career changes in EMS, I weighed about 300 pounds. Turns out when you are just sitting in a truck, fast food becomes your friend. Yep. 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 Feel it. Well, now I'm down to 213 pounds. Wow. I've managed to lose weight while going through paramedic school. Most people gain weight due to how successful it or stressful it is. Sorry. Right. He passed his nation test while raising a beautiful daughter, working a full-time job and two part-time jobs, all fire and EMS related. Fuck yeah, let's go. I mean, that's almost 90 pounds. That's insane. Nice. I'm the healthiest I've ever been and finally feel comfortable in my own skin. I mean, at the end of the day, right? Like, that's what's fucking important, right? Because, I mean, yeah, you lose weight, but, like, just feeling happy with who you are and where you're at, that is, you know, that's what we all want, right? Like, at the end of the day, right? That's what we're all looking for. Yep. His next short-term goal is to take the CPAT. Well, good luck on that, David. Nice. And we are absolutely happy to hear your success so far. Yeah, I mean, that is a lot of work. That is a lot of work to achieve. Yeah, there we go. Get the crowd in here. (laughs) (laughs) And we got one more here. Now, this one actually goes back to our first episode where we talk about failures, but it ties into this episode about diets. Jesse Nactigal. I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm not not sure you absolutely nailed it. Absolutely nailed that. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jesse. But um writes that follow you both on TikTok and just finish the first two episodes. You thought you would share your failures with low carb and carnivore diets. I already love it. <laughs> you would, right? Already in. I like real bread and potatoes too much to stick with a low-carb diet. You and me both. It's because you're a human. Potatoes are just gold. Gold in food form. I never really craved sweets, but missed good baked potatoes. Yep. That's why I could never go keto. But I did find out on keto that I really liked tin sardines and oysters easy healthy fat and protein source i keep in my diet i like to fry up the ones in tomato sauce then fry my eggs in that leftover sauce for a great meal absolutely i gained all the weight back i ever lost on low carb and at 46 it is getting harder to lose i now focus on changing one thing at a time about or one thing about my eating at a time sorry first thing i did was swap out my daily candy bar with a protein bar Simple swap right there. Easy. The next thing I did is instead of is sorry. The next thing I did instead is replace the breakfast burrito from the convenience store with something healthier. I do a protein health shake often if in a rush or make something if I have time. Tried 
Huel and Kachava. Kachava, yeah, the couple like pre-mixed things or, you know, whatever, meal replacement stuff. And sticking with Kachava. I know they aren't for everyone, but it works well for me. I also have a salad with dinner each night. I eat it first, and it keeps me from eating too much of the stuff I need to eat in moderation. Absolutely. I love everything about it. Just small little things. You're like, oh, you have a candy bar? Now protein bars taste, there's protein bars that taste almost as good or basically as good as candy bars. Uh, you know, like, yeah, you, you find that's that's what's awesome about it. It's like you try something that doesn't work. Be like, hey, I actually found I like this little thing. So I'm going to keep that. That's fantastic. And one change at a time right there. Small little thing. And even if you're not losing weight, I'm sure by just adding in, you know, like a little more protein here, a salad there, those things, they add up. They yeah. really do. I mean, it's, that's it's a fantastic. Love everything yeah. about it. My soundboard only has clapping and cheering. Which one should we do for that? Both. Click them both at the same both, time. Both, <laughs> both at the same time. What happens? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And to wrap up the episode, I would like to say that we are starting a, what's it called? Patreon. Patreon. Thank you. We are starting a Patreon for the podcast we're going to post exclusive outtakes from our recordings and from when we meet up to discuss what we're going to record because oh God, we usually do something so stupid. It. It's going to be so bad, but so great. Oh, oh yeah. Fuck. <laughs> the plan is to, I haven't made it yet, but I love oh. doing the whole uh, pay what you can afford thing. So there's going to be yeah. multiple tiers. They are all going to unlock the exact same thing. It is based entirely on what you're able to afford and what you want to help with. The money will go towards covering the cost of server, uh, you know, equipment, um, this Riverside program that we use, stuff like that. Another thing we'll do is occasionally, not every month, because that would be way too often, but we will do episodes which will be live shows live call-in shows with our patreon subscribers where you guys can call in and ask questions or even better call in and tell us stories or things you like or things that worked for you we want to hear that stuff yeah it doesn't have to be a question we just want to hear from you we love hearing from you guys and you know what you're going through and other people do as well because they're and we're all in the same boat together and we can all we can all learn from each other's mistakes and you know victories and all that sort of stuff so it's it's great i love hearing from everybody else absolutely i want to hear somebody call in and tell liam how good banana laffy taffy is and the keto diet's been working for me for the past 10 years and slowly watch me melt into the ground (laughs) i'm melting (laughs) it's my kryptonite Hey, Liam, I've been doing keto for seven years, and it's so good. I put butter in my coffee every morning. (coughs) (laughs) It's the one thing I can't hear. I love my fatty red meats. Send me a potato. All those keto supplements. Send me some rice. Hey, wasn't that a great time listening to the podcast? You were just, I'm assuming you knew you were just listening to In Moderation. So if you go ahead and hit the, the five-star button, is that a thing? Uh, the like that, button? That's a thing. No. Yep. The like button five on stars. YouTube. If you're on YouTube, hit the like button. Not the dislike button. That's a bad button. 
the bad like button. button. Bad Don't button. touch. Hit also hit all the other buttons. The share. The, the go, you can go check out all those things. Subscribe. Go check out our Patreon. Yeah. We have we do have a Patreon. It's free to join if you want, or you could give us money. That'd be really cool. Like a dollar too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever you have. That's, that's super, where you'll find super, all the news for this. We're super appreciative. You can find all sorts of other stuff there. We do giveaways. I think sometimes you know sometimes. all that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, peace.